Thanks for listening in to the Calvary Podcast, coming to you from Miami, Florida. We're so glad you've joined us. We hope today's message will encourage you and remind you that God is with you and He's for you. Here's today's message. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 9. And as you're going there, maybe you can let us know. As always, on the chats, where you're watching from, where you're tuning in, who are you watching with, and um, let us know what city, what place in the world you're in, send some emojis. Isaiah chapter 9, I hope you're gathered around a computer screen or a TV screen with your family, and open up scripture to Isaiah chapter 9. This is probably a passage that we've all heard, especially around Christmas time, over and over again. But I think that it's so profound, it's beautiful, and it's rich. The content is incredible. And uh, we're going to take a look at it for a few moments this morning. Isaiah chapter 9, and uh, we're going to begin to read in verse 1. Let's read a couple of verses. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 1, it says, But there will be no gloom for her who was in anguish. In the former time, he brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the latter time, he has made glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divide the spoil. Verse 4, for the yoke of his burden and the staff for his shoulder, The rod of his oppressor you have broken as on the day of Midian. For every boot of the tramping warrior in battle tumult and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. Verse 6. I want us to pay attention here. For to us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his governance and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The zeal of the Lord will do this. Today, out of Isaiah chapter 9, a passage that I know many of us have heard, I want to share a short message that I hope can encourage you and bring some hope and joy and peace this morning. I'm going to talk to you from uh, this title, When Heaven Gives. When Heaven Gives. We've been talking about heaven on earth over the past month at Calvary and continuing along that same kind of thought. Uh, I want to finish this Christmas season with this. When Heaven gives. And I'm praying that today our eyes would be open to see the kingdom of God as it came, it's coming, and it will come entirely. And it's coming this morning to your heart, to your life, and it gives in an incredible, incredible way. Let's pray, and then I'll share this message. Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for this day that we're reminded of your goodness and your faithfulness. Thank you for every single person watching across every single household, every device connected. We pray that you would help us to see you this Christmas morning. We love you. We thank you. Thank you for the scripture 
as it speaks to our life. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I started thinking about this uh, Christmas morning uh, because Christmas gifts usually surround us on these mornings. Perhaps today you woke up and some family members or friends maybe gave you some gifts, but I think Christmas gifts can be deceiving because I think uh, lately, the last couple of decades, we're infatuated with Christmas wrapping, with ribbons, with the way we we box them up, with the way we bag up our presents. I mean, I've, I've been impressed. I've seen some incredible decorations around the gifts. And I think those are amazing, but sometimes the wrapping outdoes the gift. In fact, I think sometimes the outside can look better than the inside. I learned this lesson years ago, and I've shared this story a bunch of times, but one morning I woke up and I was drinking the last bit of coffee that we had left in the house and I grabbed the milk, I poured in the coffee only to find out that the milk was spoiled. I looked at the carton and, and I realized the outside can look great, but the inside can be terrible. And I've drank almond milk and oat milk since then. But the outside of something can look incredible, but the inside can be bad, terrible. It, it can actually be empty, not good. And I think the truth is the wrapping doesn't matter it's actually the gift that does. Some of us, we've received some pretty terrible gifts with all the more illusions that it would be great because of the outside package. And I think the same thing is happening today around the world. And I'm not talking about Christmas gifts. I'm talking about being captivated, mesmerized, fascinated with people, places, and things that we thought were going to be better than they actually were. Today, most of humanity lives disillusioned, disappointed, because they were expecting more than they received. In fact, I put it this way, limited substances leave us with unmet satisfactions. Limited substances leave us with unmet satisfactions. See, there's some things that look good on the outside and we thought they would fulfill us, we thought they would bring peace, hope, joy to our life. We thought this was it until we open up the box, take off the wrapping paper, and we find out that people, places, and things, it's really not all that our soul is searching for. People, places, and things are limited. They cannot heal us. They cannot help us. They can't hold us forever. People will eventually fail us. I think places will disappoint us. Things will not fill us. Today, some of us were heartbroken on this Christmas morning, perhaps, because the people that we thought were going to be around forever are not. The marriage that we thought was going to be one of a lifetime is no longer together. And today, there's broken homes. Today, there's hurt. Today, there's pain. Today, some of us, the money that we thought was going to satisfy us is not doing it. The houses and the cars we realize can't heal a broken mind, or a sick body. The bank accounts that we thought would heal a troubled soul can't do it. And today we're realizing that it doesn't matter how things are wrapped up, it's the inside that matters. And some of us today, we feel empty. Some of us today, we're looking. Some of us today, we're searching for something on the inside. And we keep getting, we keep achieving, we keep accomplishing all sorts of things, but the outside looks better than the inside. 
We're full, but not satisfied. We have all kinds of things, but yet still feel empty. We got people, we, we've been to places, we got all kinds of things in this modern day world, but yet we feel disconnected and alone. And today I want to tell you that this is what Christmas morning comes to remind us. Let us not forget what this morning and what this day is all about. It is more than what you and I have received today from family and from friends, whether it's big or small, or maybe we got nothing at all. Today we are celebrating the greatest gift that we received from God. Today we are getting a gift that, get, that God gave to humanity that is going to bring peace, hope, and joy forever and ever and ever. We are celebrating way more than we could imagine this morning. What we mark on our calendar is a day for more than toys, trees, and a man with a red suit from the North Pole. What we should remember, what we should think about, what we should pray and commemorate about this morning is about God giving the greatest gift ever to humanity. You and I today, we already have the best gift that we could ever receive, and it's not just a person, a place, or a thing. His name is Jesus. Come on, that's what we are celebrating this morning. And it is not limited, it's unlimited. It is not finite, it's infinite. It is not weak, it is strong. It is not just good, it's great. And it's not just something, it's someone, his name is Jesus. Today, come on, let's remember, let's remind ourselves, let's reminisce on this incredible gift that God gave humanity. In fact, I'll put it this way today. This is why you can have hope, joy, and peace. It's because God's promises are greater than our expectations. Today, I don't know what your expectations are. I don't know what your heart is longing for, but I can tell you this. When heaven gives, oh, it's going to outdo all of our expectations because God is the best gift giver. And when heaven gives, when heaven comes down to earth and it gives, it gives generously and it gives us more than we could ever expect, imagine, ask, or assume. Come on, that's who God is. Isaiah chapter 9 what an incredible, incredible prophecy that we have here. This is hundreds of years before Jesus was born. The prophet Isaiah, he's given an incredible prophecy. And it's a word that he receives from heaven about a gift that God is going to give humanity. Now, you got to read it in context. Isaiah is speaking to a people who had grown tired, who were stressed. They were anxious because it seemed like God was silent. God was distant or perhaps God had forgotten about them. In fact, later on today, go read Isaiah chapter 8, and you see how full of darkness and gloom that chapter is. The people, they were living in some difficult times. It seems like God had forgotten about them. They were abandoned, forsaken, it seemed like it. Maybe that's how you and I feel this morning. And so Isaiah is talking to people like this. And it says that they were walking in darkness. They, they actually, some of them had turned to occult practices to try to get some answers, some peace for this broken world. Many of us, we can relate because we're looking, we're searching for answers and we're still not satisfied. And it seems like we're walking in darkness. And then Isaiah chapter nine comes in. What an incredible prophecy because God will not leave us in darkness Isaiah chapter 9, it celebrates a child to be born, a coming king. This king will bring hope, joy, peace. 
And it actually says a couple of things that I think should bring us some kind of hope and comfort this morning. One of the things that Isaiah mentions in, in, in chapter 9 is that the rod of the oppressor will be broken. They were under abuse. They were under brutality from their enemies. Today, maybe that's how some of us feel, like we've been oppressed by life. It's just beating us up. Oh, this coming king is going to break the rod of the oppressor. You won't be oppressed no longer. It says that they were under warfare. And it says that warfare would cease. It would be eliminated. See, they kept getting into wars with different enemies that were surrounding them. Maybe that's how you feel as we're finishing off this year. Alex, I've been in one battle after another, after another. See, when this king, when this child, when this baby comes into your world, all war will cease because you'll walk in victory. And he says, we're going to have this child. And then he describes the child in Isaiah chapter 9. We've heard this. But let's think about it this morning for a few moments. I know we're probably around some breakfast or some brunch with the family. But, but just think about this for a moment. He says, this king is coming. And, and he's not just a regular king. He's not just a regular baby. He says he is a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, an everlasting father, and a prince of peace. What a gift was coming to the world. Wonderful counselor. He is the mighty God. He is an everlasting father. And he's the prince of peace. I know you're walking in darkness. I know, I know you feel broken. I know some of you, you're watching this morning. And you're by yourself. And you don't have family and friends perhaps this morning. But I want to tell you what you have. You have the greatest gift. You have a wonderful counselor. A mighty God. Everlasting father and a prince of peace. What does that mean? That means so much for each and every single one of us. The wonderful counselor means that he's always available to give you direction, to give you wisdom, to guide you. Oh, from now on, we don't have to walk in darkness because I have a counselor. And he's not any counselor. He's a wonderful counselor. Today, you, you need counsel? He'll counsel you. Lean into him. Lean. He's a mighty God. What does that mean? He makes the impossible possible. Are you up against a difficult situation this morning? I want to remind you, you have a mighty God on your side. I know it seems dark. I know it seems perhaps like there's no hope this morning. I want to remind you, you have a mighty God on your side. He makes the impossible possible. You have an everlasting Father. What a promise. That means that today you can have faith over fear because the Father will always be there. This Christmas morning, let hope begin to stir up in your heart because you have an everlasting father. And then you have a prince of peace. That means that you have something that's secure. You have something that you can lean on and trust, and it's going to bring you peace. I, I wrapped it up in three simple things, and we'll finish with this this Christmas morning. Isaiah chapter 9 and the description of the coming king, this gift. What, what does it mean in our life this morning? Three simple things. I think the first thing that we can see is that the gift is eternal. The gift is eternal. See, this gift isn't a temporary gift. This gift isn't a gift that you're going to get, and 15 minutes later, you're going to get tired of. I still remember when my nephews were younger, and whether it was Ethan, Lucas, or Sebastian, we would all gather around, and we'll give them their gifts, and, and they'll get happy for about 15, 20 minutes, and then afterwards, they, they want to see what their brother got, what their cousin got. And it's normal. I still remember me and my brother, Manny, when we were young, my parents would give us gifts and they would complain because several minutes later, we, we, that's it. We were done. We were looking for more gifts. 
right? Most of humanity's gifts are temporary. They don't satisfy forever. This gift, though, is an eternal gift. You can wake up every single day and enjoy this gift. You can wake up every single day and be satisfied with this gift. Oh, he's the fountain of living water. Let him refresh your soul this Christmas morning. What a beautiful Christmas gift we have. It's an eternal one. As we look toward the end of scripture, in the book of Revelation, there's an incredible verse that I think gives us a picture of how eternal and beautiful Jesus is. Revelation chapter 22. Let's read a couple verses. In verse 1 through 5, look what it describes about this gift that we've received. It says, Then the angel showed me the river of water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and the Lamb, through the middle of the street of the city, also on either side of the river, the tree of life, with its 12 kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Verse 3, No longer will there be anything accursed, but the throne of God and the Lamb will be in it, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads, and night will be no more. They will need no light of lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. The Lamb, the Son of God, God himself will be your light. It's an eternal gift. This gift will forever guide you, will forever lead you. He's the wonderful counselor that is always available. He's the wonderful counselor that will always be by your side. He's the mighty God who lights up any gloomy day. He is the everlasting father that today can bring a ray of sunlight into your heart and the darkest mind. Today you can look up, you can open up your eyes because the gift you've received from God is an eternal gift and nothing can destroy it, nothing can crush it, nothing can separate you from this gift. It's an eternal gift. What a beautiful, beautiful gift. Number one, this gift is eternal. Number two, this gift is powerful. Uh, God didn't just give us any gift. See, when heaven gives, it gives in a powerful way. It's not, heaven is not a, a, a stingy giver. God is not this God who gives us socks for Christmas. God gives us a gift that, that will rock your world. It's a powerful, powerful gift. It will turn your world upside down, which is really right side up, because there's power in this gift. Oh, uh, think about Jesus, the gift that God gave humanity. It's, it's the one that, that brings life to death. Oh, it, it's the one that, that makes somebody walk that was lame. It's the gift that brings sight to those that were blind. It's, it's the gift that in that name, everyone will be healed one day or another. Oh, every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. That's the gift that we receive. There's power in the gift. Today, if you feel powerless, today, if you feel weak, I want you to pick up your head. I want you to begin to call on the name of Jesus because there's power in the gift that heaven gave. The book of Colossians is an incredible gift 
And it begins with the preeminence of Jesus. That means the superiority of Jesus. Jesus is over and above everything. Maybe today you received a cool cardigan. Maybe today you received an awesome gift. Maybe you got the cologne you wanted. Maybe you got the earrings and the necklace. Can I tell you, this is above silver and gold. This is above all the wisdom of the world. It is all found in Jesus. And that's what Colossians tells us. And I want to read you just a couple verses. Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 and 20. It says, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him, all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things and in him, all things are held together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. Verse 19, for in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Woo! Colossians chapter one, it's beautiful. Read it this morning. Let, let it sink into your heart. God gave himself when heaven gave. God gave himself to you. You have God on your side this morning. Wonderful God. Wonderful counselor. He, he's a mighty God. He's everlasting father. He's the prince of peace. Today, I know you probably got some people, some, some places to go, some things that you received, but you got a better gift when heaven gave you a gift. And it was God himself. And it's a powerful gift. Today, I don't know what you're up against, but there's power on your side. If you're sick, there's power on your side. If today you're down, there's power on your side. If you're feeling discouraged, there's power on your side. If you feel like you've forgotten, there's power on your side. If you feel like you're not able to overcome, there's power on your side because of the gift that heaven gave. You got a wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, and a prince of peace. When heaven gives, it gives with power. He's eternal. He's powerful. And we'll finish with this. When heaven gives, the gift that it gives is secure. The gift is secure. There's some gifts that you can't rely on. There's some gifts that you're not sure about. There's some gifts that might work for a little bit and then batteries run out or they, they, things get broken. People, places, and things will eventually fail us. But this gift is secure. This Christmas morning, I want you to think about the security that you have in Jesus. I think sometimes Christmas for many of us can mean so much beautiful things, and, and we call it the, the best time of the year, right? The most amazing time of the year, the magical time of the year, and I think it really is, but, but I realize there's some people that Christmas time is not the best time for you. Um, maybe you're reminded about broken families, broken homes, broken promises. Why don't you begin a new tradition? Well, you're going to think about God's faithful promises on Christmas morning. You're going to think about God's faithfulness to you. Why don't you wake up every Christmas from now on and, and you look at Isaiah chapter 9 and you say, wow, I have a wonderful counselor. I have a mighty God, an everlasting father, and a prince of peace on my side. You wake up every day and you say, I have a gift that's eternal. I have a gift that's powerful. And I have a gift that's secure. I'll finish with this last verse that... I know we've all heard Romans chapter 8, verses 38 through 39. For I'm sure 
that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can separate you from God this morning. Have you failed? We all have. You feel broken? We're all broken. You feel lost? You feel like nobody understands? There's one who does. And nothing can separate us from that gift that heaven gave. His name is Jesus. Oh, this Christmas you have good news. You have Jesus, the greatest gift that anybody could ever receive. It's eternal, it's powerful, and it's secure. Maybe today you're, you're looking for something that, that looks better on the outside. You're looking for something that looks shiny, beautiful, and you think that will satisfy. Look deeper. It won't. But there's one, and he was wrapped up in a way that many thought was not the most exclusive, amazing, beautiful sight. But inside was the greatest gift that heaven gave. I'll share this quick story um, as I finish up. In the year 1809, a lot of things were happening around the globe. Napoleon was rushing throughout the world and trying to dominate. But in that same year, there was a young baby being born in the United States. And there was no headlines, there was no news, nobody would know who he was. And while it seemed that Napoleon was changing the course of history, it's actually that young boy that was being born that would change history. See, in 1809, yes, Napoleon was conquering the world, but in 1809, President Abraham Lincoln was being born. And it seemed like it was obscure, nobody knew about it, but soon he would change history. There wasn't great headlines, it wasn't in the newspapers, we wouldn't find out till later. He was born in a log cabin, and later on he would come and change the course of humanity. Jesus was wrapped up in a manger. Jesus was wrapped up in a barn where animals fed is where he was laid. It didn't look like this gift was anything crazy. I can imagine the magi, the wise men, as they came and approached Jesus after several days of journeying, they, they said, this is the gift? It doesn't look that great. On the outside, it's a child in a barn. But if you look deeper, if you look inside, oh, that year should have been printed on newspapers that the baby that was being born would change history forever. Today, let's not worry about the outside. Look deeper in. Look deeper in. There's, there's a child that was born, and he came, and when heaven gave, it gave it fullest. It gave with eternity, it gave with power, and it gave with security. And Jesus came and he took on the sins of the world. Eventually that baby would grow up into a man and he went to a cross and he gave his life for me and for you. The Bible says that Jesus carried the sins of the world on his shoulders. He went to a cross and he died for me and for you. The Bible says that the wages of sin or the price of sin is death. In other words, sin is going to kill us. It kills you emotionally, mentally, it, it kills you in all sorts of ways, sometimes even physically, sin should kill me and you. We've all sinned, nobody here is perfect. We've all sinned, we've all fallen short. But Jesus says, I'll take the death of sin so that you can receive the gift of God, which is life and life eternally. Jesus died 
for our sin. Our sin should have killed us, but it killed him. Jesus went down to a grave. He was dead for three days. But after three days, sin and death thought it had won. But Jesus overcame the grave. He overcame sin. And Jesus is alive. He's the eternal gift. Not even death could hold him down. This Christmas morning, Jesus is alive. And today he wants to come into your life. It's the greatest gift that you could ever receive. It's better than a house, a car. It's better than a laptop. It's better than a cologne or a perfume or a necklace. It's Jesus. And he's going to bring you everything that your soul has been longing for. I'm going to ask us to close our eyes there in our living rooms or our office places, wherever you're gathered this morning, wherever you're watching. Why don't we close our eyes? I think there's some people watching this morning. You need Jesus. You've been looking. You've been searching. You've been longing for people, places, and things to satisfy you and fill you to bring you hope, peace, and joy. And nothing has done it. Some of us, we've gone from relationship to relationship and still can't find satisfaction. We, we, we traveled to places, we've moved to different cities, we've gone to different jobs and still can't find what our soul is longing for. We got all kinds of things. Our, our life is surrounded by material things and you still can't have hope or peace. This morning I want to invite you to receive the greatest gift that heaven gave. His name is Jesus. With every eye closed, with every head bowed, whether you're with family or alone, I'm, I'm going to make an invitation. And today you say, I want that gift. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 10, whoever believes in his heart and confesses with his mouth that Jesus is Lord will be saved. In other words, he'll come into your light and he'll give you full light. He'll bring that light that shines forever and ever that Revelation talks about. He'll give you that power that Colossians chapter 1 says. Oh, and, and he'll never leave you nor forsake you because nothing can separate you which is what Romans tell us. Today, if you want Jesus, I'm gonna to count to three, and whether you're there by yourself or with your family, at the count of three, why don't you raise your hand? And I see, I believe God is seeing you there. And God is seeing that action step. You're saying, I need Jesus. I need forgiveness today. I wanna to receive the greatest gift. If that's you, at the count of three, you raise your hand. One, two, three. Raise your hand, raise your hand. You're saying, I need Jesus this morning. I want that gift. I believe there's people raising their hands right now. You're lifting your hands all in different homes, offices, workplaces. You're raising your hand. Amen. You put them back down. You put them back down. And I want you to say this prayer with me. Okay, this prayer is, is nothing special that I'm saying, but it's confessing Jesus as our Lord. Keep your eyes closed and let's all pray together. In fact, all the families watching or whoever you're with, let's all repeat this together. Repeat this prayer after me as we confess Jesus as Lord and Savior. Come on, say, Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this opportunity. I admit that I'm a sinner and that my sin separates me from you. Jesus, I believe that you're the son of God, that you died for my sins and on the third day you resurrected. Come into my life, be my Lord and be my savior. In Jesus name, amen amen and amen come on we're gonna celebrate you i believe that today many of you you made this decision in your heart you're saying i'm putting my faith and my trust in this gift it's the greatest gift that heaven has given and it's god himself in jesus today you made an awesome decision there's gonna be some information on the screen we would love to connect with you and again we want nothing from you but we want to come alongside of you and and really help you 
and so many people helped me in my journey with God and I still have people helping me in my life and that's what we want to do we want to come alongside of you and help you why don't you let us know on the chats that you made this decision if you raised your hand if you made that decision in your heart let us know we have pastors on the chats leaders on the chats send us an email send us a text we're going to put all that information on the screen we would love to send you a free bible we're also going to send you a letter from me and Diana and we'd love to send you a couple of free gifts so let us know get in touch with us and we pray that you have the best Christmas yet that you've ever had with family friends more importantly with Jesus he's the reason for the season Calvary we love you we love you we love you so so much and we can't wait for 2023 next year we're starting with our um, new year service on January 1st we're having two services come on out and join us that New Year's Day as we get ready for 2023. Tonight, we're gonna to show our Christmas Eve services, so make sure you watch online for that as well. From me, Diana, and our baby girl, Aria, we love you, and we wish you a very Merry Christmas. It's been a, a joyful time at our house. We're getting ready and uh, for our new sleeping schedule. It's been awesome, uh, but we love you, and we're blessed to be a part of this family, Calvary. We love you. We'll see you next Sunday. Love you so much. Merry Christmas.